Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. So we're reading from the book the Ramadan of our elders. And when we talk about elders, we're talking about the elders from the recent past, from the subcontinent in India. So Alhamdulillah, with the fadl of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we have read about the Ramadan of Rasulullah and the Sahaba and Tabi'un and Tabi'a Tabi'un. SubhanAllah, many times there's this question that people say, that, well, that happened 1400 years ago, right? That was in the time of Sahaba. They were in the time, they, were in, they did not have a lot of distractions and so on and so forth. So that's why we look at our most recent history, something in the recent past. And the lovers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and how did they spend, right? Was it only something which is a tale of the past or something that is still possible? So that's why, inshallah, reading from the history of our recent past, scholars that passed in the past 50 years or more, inshallah. So Mawlana Hussein Ahmed Madani and the month of Ramadan. One of the only shuyukh from our time known for reviving this forgotten sunnah was Mawlana Shaykh al-Islam Hussein Ahmed Madani. He first revived the sunnah of i'tikaf in Bangladesh upon the insistence of his students who gathered there from every corner of the subcontinent. Thereafter, he performed a few Ramadans in, in Uttar Pradesh, India, and then one or two Ramadans in his hometown of uh, Faizabad, India, at his residence. Thousands of students, devotees, and guests who were eager to spend time in his auspicious company gathered at these venues and as his special guests. Throughout the month, he let Taraweeh himself, his students, and others both devoted all their time to dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, muraqaba, recitation of Quran, and other forms of worship. Many made huge strides in the spiritual realm and achieved high spiritual stations. And even years later could recall all the spiritual cha changes that came upon them by the blessing of those spiritual gatherings in the month of Ramadan. Only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows how many people would have reached their spiritual aspirations had he continued to spend Ramadan like this. They would have traversed the different stages of spirituality after covering the path of suluk, achieved spiritual purification. Unfortunately, uh, Maulana passed, Maulana's passing away in 1957 brought these auspicious gatherings to a close, leaving many remorseful for not having taken advantage of his beautiful company while he was amongst them. Right. And then there's a hadith that I want to add on to this that the Prophet said, and it is narrated in Sahih Muslim, that the day of judgment will not come to pass, will not happen as long as his name, meaning as long as the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is chanted, is taken. It's very important for us to correlate and understand the practice of our elders and why they did what they did and why did they revive these sunnas, right? 
The sunnah of i'tikaf is a necessary sunnah, right? It is one of those sunnah which we call sunnah, sunnah tul mu'akkada ala al-kifaya. That it is a sunnah which is necessary on the entire ummah and in each locality. So if the Muslims of Lombard, nobody does i'tikaf in any masjid in Lombard, and all the Muslims of Lombard will be sinful. Right? So it's sunnah mu'akkada ala al-kifaya. But if some people do i'tikaf in the masajid of Lombard, then everyone else is absolved. Means that it is such an important sunnah that needs to be carried out in the ummah all the time. Why? Because as I mentioned previously, these gatherings, these sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ, they attract the mercy of Allah. They attract the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if they die out, and if they are eliminated from society, then the rahmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will cease to come. Right? So that is why the revival of these is very important. And alhamdulillah, we see that happening in our communities. MashaAllah, we have beautiful i'tikaf programs that are happening in our locality and elsewhere. So barakah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We should thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us more tawfiq. Ameen. But other than thanking Allah, the best way to thank is to take part in them, right? Is to make i'tikaf ourselves and do these other ibadat that Rasulullah did throughout the month of Ramadan. And these pious predecessors did throughout the month of Ramadan, which is abundance reading of the Quran, abundance taking the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, abundance doing istighfar of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and the first 10 days asking for istighfar. The first 10 days, the ulama say, we should increase our istighfar as much as possible. And the second 10 days, we should ask for Jannah. And the third 10 days, we should ask for itqum min nar salvation from the hellfire. Because that is how these 10 days are categorized. Right? Awaluhu rahma wa awsatuhu maghfirah wa akhiruhu itqum min nar so we should try to do that, inshallah. The first 10 days, subhanAllah, are at a close, right? Ramadan is came and Ramadan is leaving already. So we need to benefit now. We had to already start, we're already late. So we have to start now. If we did not start our Quran, we should start now. If we did not start istighfar, tawbah, we should start now. Because as I mentioned before, it is the Muslims that attract the good fortune or the bad fortune from the heavens to the earth. Not the amal of the kuffar, not the amal of anyone else in the cosmos, the amal of the Muslims matter to Allah. The hadith, that's what it means. As long as a single Muslim is alive on the face of this earth. Just imagine, nobody does this. Nobody runs an entire subway station for one person, does it? I'll be like, what's wrong with them? They don't know how to run finances. Nobody runs a whole airplane fleet for one person, do they? But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala runs the entire system of the cosmos. The sun coming out, the moon coming out, the planets rotating, and the stars rotating, and the you know the 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 and the system and the laws of the environment in place everything for who for one believer 
So we don't understand our worth. We need to at least appreciate our worth for what it is. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us a very high maqam. Whatever we do, it has an effect on the entire cosmos. Everywhere. So we should not think that it is just me who is doing it. Oh, it's okay. I'm just the only one who is missing one sunnah. No problem. No, it's a big problem. Just thinking like that is a big problem. As they say, when the butterfly flutters its wings on the east, in the east of Japan, the winds that change from that fluttering that take effect in the west of the world. That's the reality, right? And if you study nature and how the winds work, you will understand that the rains that we get, many of these winds come from the east of the world, right? So what it means is that whatever action we do as Muslims, it has an effect on each and everything in the cosmos. So we have to be careful what we do, how we do, especially in auspicious occasions and times like this. So every moment we spend, we should try to spend it in a manner that we get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Inshallah ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq and ability. Jazakumullah khairan. وَآخِرُ دَعْوَانَا أَنَا الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ سُبْحَانَ اللَّهِ وَبِحَمْدِهِ سُبْحَانَكُ اللَّهُمَّ وَبِحَمْدِكَ نَشْهَدُ وَاللَّهِ إِلَهَ إِلَّا أَنْتَ نَسْتَغْفِرُكَ وَنَتُوبُ إِلَيْكَ سُبْحَانَ رَبِّكَ رَبِّ الْعِزَّةِ يَا مَعْصِفُونَ وَالسَّلَامُ عَلَيْكُمْ وَرَحْمَةُ اللَّهِ وَبَرَكَاتُهُ